Hello and welcome to the Digital Insight, the technology, procurement and supply chain podcast that delivers valuable C-level perspective into the core issues surrounding business transformation and digital disruption. Each episode will bring you the most inspiring executive insights from those who are leading transformation strategies within the world's biggest and best-known companies. The Digital Insight. Disrupt. Transform. Avon. Over the last 12 months, one would be forgiven for thinking that digitization in procurement and investments into new technologies have fallen by the wayside as we focused on the bottom line, supply relationships and providing certainty in times of great uncertainty. And yet, procurement has dominated the business landscape. Stories of switching supply methods, of adapting quickly, of being proactive when being reactive would be the default state of mind, have taken the headlines. But it's the technology behind it, the digitization and the investments into technology platforms over recent years that have truly enabled these successes. Business leaders are starting to see the fruits of procurement's digital labor. But if we cast our minds back to early 2020, was the procurement digitalization story as advanced as it should have been? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, couldn't agree more. The last year has definitely been a challenge for many. Um, and in certain as- aspects, uh, every organization or peer that I have known, I think one of the things that took us by storm is the business wanting visibility into, hey, what is my comment like? What, uh, you know, um, where am I spending my money? What does my contracts look like? Do I have an out? Can I renegotiate this contract? So I think, you know, you've heard, uh, you know, probably a lot of this from other professionals such as myself. And I think one of the challenges that has been for companies that are not digitized is how to have all this information in real time. And many businesses were trying to make a determination of how to work in this alternate reality, if you will, with the disparate systems that the that the companies have seen or that own today, you know, because here's the thing, when, when we talk about digitization, it is not more about, okay, my intake has one process, my invoicing has another process, my contracts has another process. It's about, that is something that probably was five to 10 years ago, trying to get something into a more digital um, method, if you will. But now what's happened is, in order to have that end-to-end visibility, investment into the right platform is definitely important. And uh, you know, previously considered back office capabilities and IT systems are now come front to mind. Uh, the teams have been thinking about, okay, how can I better this? No one planned for the pandemic. No one thought that, hey, you know, if this happens, uh, we'll be fine. Uh, pretty much procurement systems, softwares were on a back burner for the longest period of time. And the pandemic exposed weakness in business organization and operational practices. As a result, uh, you know, now's the time that the, that companies, including Coupa and many others, have started looking at this in a more holistic way rather than a more siloed process. Uh, so, yeah, it means I think uh, now's the time that we can actually uh, make the most and we have a seat at the table and execs are looking at us for guidance. And I think this would definitely bring us or put us in a better place uh, for years to come. 
Digitalization and digitization are almost a tale as old as time now for procurement. Over the last two decades, we've seen incredible strides made in the digital space, such as ELPs, P2P suites, contract management software, data analytics, and SRMs. And the reality of it all is that we haven't even scratched the surface of what true digital procurement could look like. There is an elephant in the room, however. Technology is an expensive venture. Get it right, and you'll reap the rewards, and open the door to incredible opportunities. Get it wrong, particularly at a time when mistakes have been more costly than ever before, and the results could be catastrophic. Fair question, and I think uh, that's that's a question that many in my profession do seek to answer as well. So, um, my opinion, based on what I have seen, being uh, or or the best way to probably approach this is more around, hey, um, what is my business need? You know, start from that. Do I need uh, just a P2B process? Do I need contracting? Do I need uh, invoicing? Do I need e-payments? Do I need supply chain? Do I need risk management? If there, to your point, there are several products or offerings out there that provide either all or a part of this. So you can either go the direction of having three separate systems doing two, two of each, or you can probably have one system, for example, Coupa, that does all of it, right? So we at Coupa, you know, under the BSM umbrella, we cover all of these systems that I just spoke about. And that definitely provides the end-to-end visibility that any stakeholder needs. And, you know, when the pandemic hit, I would say Coupa was in a place that of being, you know, already digitized to a certain extent because of the fact that we were able to get information on what contracts are out there, what are our obligations, uh, are we paying our suppliers on time, um, and also, you know, any uh, we Cooper has a product known as Cooper Risk Assess as well. You know that that allows us to make a determination on the risk rating of supplier. So, being able to make that selection based on a business needs can definitely go a long way. Because I've, I've you know recently talking to peers, they said, "Hey, I'm just thinking of um, you know implementing CLM." I'm like, only CLM by itself will solve a part of your problem and not the entire problem, right? And if there are solutions that feed into each other, talk to each other, that's even better. That gives you a more holistic view of the entire end-to-end procurement process. So, yeah, you know, in, in short, I think uh, knowing where your organization wants to go over the next uh, two to three years in terms of maturity and direction of spend uh, and how you can manage your spend and manage your risk, it definitely goes a long way in making a determination as to which specific solution or provider you want to move forward with. As we have witnessed, technology has enabled procurement to step out of its spending police shadows and truly empower businesses the world over. The appetite is there, it always has been, the market is recovering and arguably thriving, the pieces are all in place. So is this moment in time the perfect time to invest in technology and truly accelerate your digital transformation of procurement? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the reasons for that is, you know, the story of how an organization purchases, invests in technology and the business justification and the use cases behind uh, a specific spend requires a lot of investigation from procurement professionals. You got to look at, uh, okay, look at a different system for a PO, look at a different system for, uh, you know, uh, an intake process, look at the contract. Now, in order to get that information, 
would it be more simpler to just have a process that can, by the click of a button, can show you what the contract entails. By the click of the button, it should give you the business justification, who reviewed that, and and I think you know uh, also the risk profile of the specific supplier. The information today, or you know, or re- more recently, on the last year, has been pretty fragmented, and across different systems. And I think the best way for for us as procurement professionals is to be able to get visibility into that specific uh, you know area from end to end. And I think. And now, you know, it's, it's better late than never, because I think uh, today, um, based on, you know, what's more, what's more important for businesses is, is curtail spending, manage risk, ma- reduce waste. Uh, and, you know, technology and uh, investments are continued to be closely scrutinized. And in order for us to be able to drive value, I think uh what what happened over the last 12 to 15 months is a good enough justification for procurement professionals to go and ask for that investment. And it's, it's just going to help the business scale. It's just going to help the business do better and have the visibility they need, make, you know, cash flow decisions, uh, you know. And so I think, yeah, I mean, now better than never, right? So I'm like, I think it's definitely helped uh, organizations. And we are seeing that not only in our peer peer procurement professionals, but also in a lot of our customers. More customers are in, you know, reaching out to Coupa wanting to dig- digitize the procurement process. It could be a part of it. It could be the entire end-to-end. But I think uh, people have realized the need for a more mature system and a platform, and, and we're getting there. Invest in technology. Unlock incredible opportunities. Make incredible savings. Grow as a business. There's never a better time than today. So get out there and start investing in technology. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? I think one of the things that, or in fact, not one, in fact, first thing is that you need to stop looking at procurement as a vehicle to only save money. Procurement needs to be more agile. They need to enable business continuity and and uh, you know uh, and transformation at the same time and one of the things that i always tell people is that digital transformation is a journey it's not a destination you got to constantly evolve a lot of times we think hey if it's not broken let's not fix it but what was right 10 years ago is not going to be the best way to operate today right innovation has to be on top of mind for or most of the companies. And, uh, you know, I, I have seen these challenges in my previous organization as well, where you probably use Jira for an intake process, then you use Coupa for, uh, you know, issuing POs, and then you use Google Drive to store contracts. I'm like, how do they talk to each other, right? And, and based on us being able to come up with a more centralized and, uh, a more centralized and a collaborative platform is definitely goes a long way. And, you know, to, to answer your question, I think now based on what we've seen, based on the business needs today, based on changing the mindset of the stakeholders, the, the people who hold the cash and Hey, you guys, you need to start investing in procurement, right? And, and the benefits of doing so or digitizing procurement has been seen uh, in, in many companies over the last 12 months, 12 to 15 months, 
But I think there's still room for improvement. There's still opportunity out there. There's still smaller companies, enterprises that are still working with siloed systems. And I think, uh, you know, being able to, uh, uh, you know, get that buy-in from the stakeholders should definitely be relatively easier as compared to what it was 15 months ago. Markets fluctuate, trends come and go. Things can stick and change forever, while others evolve and remain an ever so slightly different version of what came before. The pandemic has changed a lot about procurement, this much is true, but procurement is still procurement. Its core function still revolves around looking at the bottom line. Is there a risk then that we don't take this chance and in actual fact we end up reverting back to our pre-COVID procurement selves, ones who are perhaps still a little afraid of taking the digital leap? I would say um, there's a possibility, yes, certainly. I think there are companies that are going to walk back on what they thought would definitely help them get a better hold. So it's, it's all about maturity of uh, number one, you know, uh, the, the function. It's all about the value add that the business has seen that procurement has delivered over the, the last 12 months, right? And just like, so... Normally, the way I look at procurement is is an internal support organization. And for people to start using procurement, you have to deliver value. In order to deliver value, uh, you know, you need technology, but uh, not necessarily that without technology, you can't deliver the value. But just the efficiency by which you can move forward and continue to add value, there is somewhat a slowdown in that, right? Some companies will be like, hey, you know what? We are almost at the tail end of the pandemic. Let's not worry about this. Let's continue business as usual. We survived that. We survived this going forward. Um, and I think, uh, you know, with time, companies might not want to in, uh, invest in a more mature end-to-end process, but they might probably be like, hey, okay, contracts module is what's important for me. I don't have contracts management. Let me just buy that. Right. And not surprising, public, private, all types of companies, investment in procurement doesn't come that easy. It's something that's definitely on mind, on top of mind, but is probably buried under layers of other priority investments, if you will. So, yes, uh, there are going to be some people or some companies, if you will, that backtrack uh, might potentially put their investments on hold. But again, uh, this is something that's definitely going to impact the bottom line, right? Procurement systems, uh, the visibility, the negotiations, the spend, the uh, the less laborious task of invoicing, paying, uh, you know, payments, uh, supply chain risks definitely help drive profitability to a certain extent for most of these companies. And if at this point in time they are not too attracted to the whole idea, probably in the next few years they might be. They might come around if you will. It's very easy when discussing digital procurement to speak in broad timelines. When are you investing in a new P2P system? Well, that'll be in the near future. What about AI? Well, that's something more of a long-term goal. On the flip side, if you think about these technologies and investing in them right here, right now, this isn't really any better. This moment in time may very well be an incredible opportunity to define your digital future, but it's also another case of now or never. The last 12 months have cemented the notion that technology and procurement go hand in hand. 
so we need to be more advanced in the implementation of our digital processes. But they've also reminded us of how risky the world can be, and how risky an investment can be. Absolutely. And I think at the beginning of 2020, I think, uh, so So I, um, I I think prior to 2020, and again, I wasn't with Coupa at that time. I, I was at a previous organization and, you know, just transitioning over to Coupa. Uh, based on what I've seen out there, uh, I think despite the ongoing digital transformation efforts across all industries, the reality is that procurement models barely evolved over the past decade. And, and I think COVID uh, did definitely definitely accelerate this whole need for a new robust end-to-end system. And you know, because like I mentioned a little while ago, I think a lot of the teams that I've worked with previously are thinking that, hey, if it's not uh, broken, let's not fix it. It's working, let it work, let it continue working. Why should we invest more money? And then, th- then COVID came and then everyone started scrambling. Hey, you know what? I need this information. I need this information. What's my out? Can I get out of this contract? Can I renegotiate? Do I need the supplier? So with, with, for us here at Coupa, uh, what we've seen is that being able to have invoicing, payments, uh, supply chain, risk management, uh, having Coupa risk assess as a portfolio, Coupa analytics that helps us get real-time information on uh, what are my outstanding invoices? What are my POs? What is my financial commitment? Having CLM, Coupa Lifecycle Management, Contract Lifecycle Management, uh, definitely helps us streamline the process on which how we intake in information and request, have the necessary business approvals. The contracts can then be probably flipped to a requisition. And so, so essentially, there's an end-to-end visibility as to till a a contract is closed or PO settled or th- same things of that sort. So definitely, I think while Coupa is already, like I mentioned a little while ago, is, is uh, digitally mature, many organizations definitely have room for improvement and will eventually get there. But again, I think um, this year, as the world is still coping with the post-vaccine new normal, cost efficiency and optimization will remain top of the agenda. And technology resources, investments, utilization is going to be continue. We're going to continue to closely scrutinize that that you know those those kind of type of investments and our costs. So I think the best way probably for uh, you know organizations is if you have the opportunity, uh, I would say invest in in the right tools, the right platforms that will just enable your organization to be more stronger. And, and come out of this in a much, uh, you know, help you manage risk, help you come out stronger on the other side, if you will. So, yeah, I think uh, that that's what my, my, my recommendation and advice to my peer professionals would be as well, is that look at, uh, don't look at today, look at two years, three years out as to what's going to put you in a better position to, to deal with something like what happened last year uh, again fingers crossed it does not happen again it's been quite a difficult year for all uh, but you know j- just to be prepared for the worst if you 
So there we have it. Whether you are a digitally mature organisation or one in the earlier throes of digitalization, the time to make a real difference through technology is now. Identify and invest in the right tools and platforms for your business, and look at how digitalization can and will enable your organisation to be more resilient to the uncertainty of the world around us. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you again soon.